It's Thursday, the 1st of February, 2024. Welcome to the Fast Five Business News by Fear and Greed, where we give you the top five business stories you need to know in just five minutes. I'm Michael Thompson, and good morning, Sean Aylmer. Good morning, Michael. Sean, we've got five big stories to get through today. We only have five minutes to do it, so we better get cracking. Story number one, annual inflation has hit a two-year low of 4.1%, triggering talk of not just rates on hold when the Reserve Bank meets next week, but, Sean, cuts later in the year. Woohoo! The Consumer Price Index rose 0.6% during the March quarter, 4.1% for the year, the smallest quarterly rise since March 2021. The Reserve Bank's preferred measure of underlying inflation, the trimmed mean, which takes out all those volatile items, rose 4.2%, down from 5.1% in the 12 months to the end of September. Financial markets reacted immediately. Bond investors have now priced in a rate cut in August and another one in December. The Aussie dollar fell half a cent and the ASX 200 hit a new record. The inflation figure was lower than expected and significantly was lower than what the Reserve Bank forecast. Also, inflation for both goods and services fell, although homegrown inflation, things like housing, rents, insurance and electricity, continues to run at 5% plus. So uh, all the economic indicators, Sean, suggest that there won't be a rate hike when the Reserve Bank board meets next week. That's good. But how likely is a cut later in the year? That's a big question. Inflation has come down from its peak of 7.8% a year ago to just over 4%, but it still isn't in the Reserve Bank's preferred 2 to 3% target range. As Federal Treasurer Jim Chalmers more or less said yesterday, the fight ain't over yet. The economy is slowing. It lost jobs in December. Retail sales have fallen. It's a fair bet to say the central bank will start cutting rates in the second half of this year. That's good news, Michael. Yeah, certainly is. On to story number two, which is linked to story number one, because those CPI figures, Sean, resulted in an absolute ripper of a day on the local market. The S&P ASX 200 soaring to new highs. Sure did. Eventually, the bourse closed up 1.1% to 7,681 points, or to be exact, 7,680.7 points. You don't get days like yesterday without the big companies doing well. Only REA of the top 25 stocks ended in the red. Commonwealth Bank hit a new record high. It's closing in on valuation of $200 billion. CSL, National Australia Bank, Westpac, ANZ, Macquarie, Woodside, I can go on, Goodman Group, Transurban, Aristocrat Leisure, uh, Coles, Bramble, Santos, they all finished more than 1% higher. That is a broad-based surge in the ASX, Michael. Yeah, it certainly is. Okay, story number three. House prices, Sean, across the country continued to rise in January. That is the 12th straight month of increases. Though the overall picture hides plenty of disparity, doesn't it, between the capital cities? It sure does. Melbourne, Hobart and Canberra prices continued to fall in January, according to CoreLogic, while Perth, Adelaide and Brisbane rose by at least 1%. Sydney prices last month were 0.2% higher, taking the national increase to 0.4%. In terms of annual returns, Perth's leading the way at nearly 17%. Pretty amazing. Brisbane's next at just under 15%, then Sydney at a little over 11%. Melbourne's at just under 4%. A few things to note. House prices continue to rise at a faster pace than units. Regional cities are doing better than the national cities at the moment. And despite worsening housing affordability, the volume of sales has held slightly above the long-term average. Okay, on to story number four. Elon Musk has had his $55 billion US dollar pay package at Tesla struck down by a Delaware judge after a shareholder challenged it as excessive. 
Surely not. $55 billion. The ruling as it stands takes a giant bite out of Musk's wealth and puts the fate of his companies in question. It's likely to be appealed, of course. The ruling comes more than five years after the electric car maker's co-founder was granted the largest executive compensation plan in history. Also doesn't paint chair Australian Robin Denholm in a good light. The judgment says, and I quote, put simply, neither the compensation committee nor the board acted in the best interests of the company when negotiating Musk's compensation plan. The US judge also said that life-changing wealth, that's a quote, life-changing wealth for Denholm as a result of being chair of Tesla meant she didn't stand up to Musk. Now, this all comes as Elon wants Tesla's board to arrange another massive stock award for him, saying he needs a bigger stake to maintain control of the EV maker and expand further into artificial intelligence. It's all about the options he owns. The options are worth about $51 billion. Take that off his wealth. He goes down to $154 billion, number three in the world. Don't feel too sorry for him. Last story, story number five. It's not quite $55 billion, but tonight's $200 million Powerball draw is the biggest single lottery in Australian history. Uh, Yes, last week we had the $150 million draw, which no one won. This week, $200 million. The odds are the same as last week, one in $134 million. That doesn't change no matter how many people enter the draw. What does change is the probability of someone winning when about half the population is expected to hold a ticket. If you are the one in 134 million that wins the $200 million Powerball tonight, you will well and truly have won the largest jackpot in Australian history. There was a $160 million Powerball a couple of years ago. It was shared between three winners. They only only won, what, $53 million each. $200 million tonight, Michael. I've got my money on you. Yeah, well, if I don't turn up tomorrow, Sean, you'll know it was me. Either that or I'm sick, one of the two. There we go, the top five business stories in five minutes. Thank you, Sean. Thank you, Michael. It's Thursday, the 1st of February, 2024. Remember to hit follow on the podcast. And if five minutes isn't enough, you can find our longer daily show called Fear and Greed Business News, wherever you listen to podcasts. I'm Michael Thompson, and that was the Fast Five Business News by Fear and Greed. Have a great day. Listener.